Getting to know my daughter. Are you my new daddy? You do not look old enough to have a daughter. Um, I've decided to resign as the head coach of the New York Jets. I guess I've already told you about my condition. Oh, well, only every time I see you. I was given a Vietnamese phrase. I'm going to try to say it. If I mess it up, feel free to laugh at me. Xin chào cắt bàn. Everybody, it is time for another episode of Year of the Week. Yay! Yay! Brian, what I do? Come on, you, I don't know. <laughs> just go do falsetto. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, and yeah. this year that we're covering this week is the year two thousand Y two K. Y two K because it's a great year to talk about. Y two not. No, that doesn't make sense. No. Oof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like my a tax code four one four H not. Wait, that's your yeah. That's your uh, your your pin number for filing your tax. <laughs> really <laughs> should no. put that on the. Podcast. No, there's some code on the thing where it's like you have to do whatever. It's not that. And by the way, I said I said, I said pin number. If you're mad about that, if you'd like to steal Dan's identity, it you should, should be, know he doesn't pin. have a. It should be pin, pin number. P-I number. Pi number. Pi number. Yeah. All right. So uh, so we're going to talk about the year 2000, but before we do, let's go back into that intro just to get, just to dab our toes into the Dan, year 2000. Dan, what do we hear? Well, that first little clip was the Gilmore Girls. That was the first episode of the Gilmore Girls, which is, I remember, was very big with a guy that I work with, his job I had. He was very into the Gilmore Girls. That's odd. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it has a cult following, I think. No? Well, now people who are into that sort of overwritten style of dialogue can watch uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. which is by the same writer, I believe. I, I find it annoying, as, okay. as I felt about the Gilmore Girls. Mm. What did you think about the West Wing? I hate the West Wing and mm-hmm. all of his products. The older I get, I like I like more naturalistic kind of dialogue fed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, uh, like us, like us, like this. Why can't this, it be like exactly. this? Like, yeah. Why can't it be like this? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Just a couple of guys <laughs> at a coffee shop talking to each other. <laughs> Maybe we're wearing like, you know, old Leatherman, Leatherman jackets. Or Leatherman. Or, or Leatherman, Leatherman gear. Yeah, Leatherman, Leatherman knives. <laughs> old Leatherman sitting around in a yeah. leather bar. <laughs> talking about... Leather. Leather. I mean, that was a pitch for Gilmore Girls. They just were like, oh, it might be too much leather. Next we heard was, that was Bill Belichick resigning as the head coach of the Jets. He was head coach of the Jets. People forget this. For like a day, right? For two days. And I think he resigned on a napkin or or something like that. No, I have not seen the video of that. Uh, Did he look young and handsome then? No. Yeah. (laughs) No. No, he he didn't. Was there a point where he did? (laughs) No, you've got to go way back. I happen to know, uh, I read his Wikipedia page recently. His first coaching job was in 1975, when I was personally three years old. That guy has been coaching. Yeah, well, he was a, he was, he was a teenager or something back then. He got a, He started really he young. D- he doesn't look that old. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's one of those weird... like a, he looks like a just an absolute monster. I think. Yeah. He, he doesn't look like somebody like you want to hang out. He just with. looks hateful. Like if there's a, a bunch of, of Ghostbusters two slime. You know, that what? was in like <laughs> a place where they executed people. Actually, like, you know what just came to like. my mind is that in excess on bitter tears. That's what he looks like to me. So <laughs> Bitter tears. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, maybe not. I feel bad if he's crying as he hears this. He's actually a decent guy, but I don't think. Yeah, he's a. I don't think that's likely. The word on him is he's like an incredible workaholic. All he gives a shit about in the whole world is football. Well, he's just his priorities straight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next up, there was Memento. Do you guys remember that movie? You know what? I've actually. Do you I never get it? Saw remember it. the movie because he can't remember anything. Yeah, I, I just thought. All right, take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah, I think once you once uh, you know you've heard about it, you're like, oh okay. But did you see it? <laughs> no, because I think. But I, why? I, no, I, it's I, not. You know, it's better. No, you, this guy he just dismisses everything. I only you had so about. much time. <laughs> in the year 2000? What, yeah. what were you so busy doing in the year 2000? I was hustling. I oh, was, right. That's uh, when you were a pilot, right? Working as a concierge. I was uh, <laughs> tr- actually true. Partially true. Like Where were you a concierge? 
uh, at, at a boutique hotel in uh, right by the the armory. That was oh, one of my first really? jobs here in New York. Yeah, I was working for like the second shift. I'd come in frequently. How, how does somebody who's brand new to the city become that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty frequent practice. Because, really? Yeah. It just doesn't matter because you're just talking. <laughs> like, to hey, kid, how do I get to Broadway? Like, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> or you just say what you you just say anything, and they're like, "Good," and then they're like, "Oh, we got there." Yeah, well, people would say people. I would, uh, they would ask for like a restaurant, and then like I would tell them what I knew, and then they like would ask Chipotle. for like, or they'd ask for the Olive Garden. So right. like literally, there I'd be like, "Oh, you're Italian, this, this, this," and they'd go, mm, "What about uh, salad, endless pasta?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, is there go, anything? Go yeah, where do you get like a mystery bread dong, <laughs> like, a, like, like a bowl, a bowl of cloudy soup in a in a piece of bread that's been torn open? <laughs> no, you know, like they because they used to have breadsticks, yeah, but they're like look like clown cigars or something like that, right? Like they didn't look natural. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're puffy. They but you could have artisanal. as many as you want. That's so, and they had that butter that was highly spreadable. It was like butter plus honey. I would, I would never go to the Olive Garden in New York, but I tell you, when I've been with some in some weird family situations yeah. in some weird towns in America, I'm okay at the Olive Garden. Well, what you're sure. looking for is any place like that, or like if there's a, a old time Pizza Hut that has like a salad bar that can be oh, a lifesaver if you're somewhere yeah, like absolutely. on Route 40 or something. Or absolutely, uh, thanks. So, anyways, uh, that's our talk about Memento. <laughs> and uh, Bill Clinton was the last thing we heard. He was visiting Vietnam. He's the first sitting president to do so since 1969, and he was speaking some Vietnamese. I guess is that the language? Just barely. Yeah, I bet he wasn't doing a great job. He was so folksy back then. Yeah, it seems like he's bad. Although this was year 2000, so he wasn't so folksy. This was after, this was like everything was done. Everything, he was, this was like his last hurrah. Was that the very end of his presidency? Yeah, it must have been. Must have been early on, right? Yeah. Yeah, before the election. That's when George Bush took over, right? Well, we'll get into that, Brian, because it's the year 2000. All right, so what do we do on this show? We're going to take a tour through the year. Reviewing headlines, the top headlines. Our research team has picked out the top headlines for each month. And it's not comprehensive. So imagine it's like a salad bar at a Pizza Hut where we're just choosing what appeals to us at the time. I think that a salad bar at a Pizza Hut was... I'm thinking we're not. We're not pulling every piece of food out of the salad bar. We're choosing what seems best. I this see. may not be the only time we visit the year 2000. It's true. It's we true. We may go back later for the, some other tasty bits. As we move through this year, you're going to hear examples of what was in the airwaves or the movie plexes or on your TV screens. If you want to know more about that stuff, go to yearoftheweek.com and check out the blog section. And we should also mention that part of the show is that we have a time machine. I don't know, it's not really a time machine. It's a time time, screen. time portal. Time portal. We, do, we don't step into it, but sometimes it just kicks into action and uh, you know we get to see or and hear and talk to somebody who is living in that moment. Interact with beings of the past. It's a real good reason to tune in uh, yeah. to each year of the week because you never know what the hell's coming out of that portal. Right. 500 years ago, we were worried about falling off the edge of the earth. Incredible as it may seem, those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight. In 1938, we worried that we were being invaded by Martians. Are the vanguard of an invading army from the planet Mars. In 1979, we worried that Skylab would hit us when it fell from space. And at the turn of the millennium, we worried about all of our computers crashing. Tonight, bug or bust? What happened to Y2K? In speaking with our great detailed research, we're going to start off the year with January, and there's a lot of details here in this research, and we're not going to dig any deeper. The Tagish Lake meteorite impacts the Earth. That's all I got. I don't even know where Tagish Lake is. I'm assuming it could be Scottish. I'm thinking Russian. Tagish. Tagish. Because you're thinking. How's it spelled? T A G G I S H? T A G I S H. Yeah, that could be anything. It could be anywhere. It could All be right. in New York. Well, I hope it didn't hit a guy. I wish the meteorite luck. Yeah, why is it important? Why did I write that down? <laughs> Don't ask me to crawl inside <laughs> your cranium. It's a little the early show. for that. Come on, let's, let's, come on. We got to think of just something. I think it happened We're, in I Russia. Mean, maybe you're thinking of just things that are apocalyptic. Right. That's true. I, that, that was a big theme of that year. Is yeah. We all thought the apocalypse was coming. Well, yeah, you had your 99. Yeah, yeah, 99 to 2000. It was going to, and then they were like, oh, wait, maybe. Maybe it doesn't.
doesn't happen until like All Saints Day. Or the people are still saying the new millennium hasn't begun yet. Right. Because still it officially oh, happens on the King Day. Yeah. So, I mean, that was... Also the Mayan calendar business. Yes. You know, these calendars, we trust them. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's how the year started. Some meteorite hit the earth. Like early in the year? It happened, oh, sorry, that happened in January 18. Okay. That was actually nine days after Dan Marino won his last football game. Now, so Dan Marino, I often confused with John Elway. Like, yeah, they were the same, the same uh, class. Yeah. I think they were drafted They were the in the same, same fraternity. And Jim yeah. Kelly, they are all the same people. Dan Marino, no, no. I always thought it was because he played for the Dolphins. Yeah. And his, he, he had like a Marine type last name. And he yeah. had a perm. And he had a perm, <laughs> and he had isotoners. Like, he was big, and he was a ice, the isotoner, which were gloves. They were form-fitting, tight gloves. That, that was... That had fake leather strips sewn into them. Did yeah. he do ads for them or something? That was yeah. his, he, that was, he would buy them for his line people because they were protecting him so he would protect their hands. I remember. That, <laughs> that was part of the protect the hand, I protect the hands to protect me. Oh, that's... That's great. Yeah, you don't see football players aren't like picking up promotion things. Like they're yeah. doing shoes and sports gear. Are they doing stuff like isotoner gloves anymore? Like that used to be like, we're going to hire you to be the spokesman for this. Peyton, Peyton Manning had the chicken parm thing. What? What? You guys, he, just, you guys don't watch football. I don't he, watch football, and I try not to watch ads. Okay, but so, he was but... he represented the Chicken Parmesan Association. <laughs> no, it was Nationwide Auto Insurance. He would sing their song. Oh, right. So he's I don't still want to do it now. No, 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 yeah. no. I get it. All right. So they're still doing that. But like isotoner gloves are something that you would buy. It's at, a terrible at a, gift to at a mall kiosk. <laughs> yeah, it's from your least favorite aunt. When you, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like guy. it's oh. like. A, it wasn't even a product until he started mentioning them. It's like buying someone some legs. <laughs> yeah. That would All be right. a terrible, terrible gift. I love legs. <laughs> it's actually la eggs. Yeah, we know it's a la eggs. Do you like to draw or paint or maybe just sketch and doodle? Well, if you do, chances are you have the interest needed to become a serious art student. To find out, simply call toll-free, and Art Instruction Schools will send you this enjoyable art test. Let's move on to February 13th. Since Tagish Lake didn't provide any comedy, I bet you 100 million people died. Yeah, could be. Well, we'll figure it out, and we'll maybe return to it. Uh, in February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, uh, was the final Peanuts comic strip that was created by Charles Schultz and was original. Really? The last one was in 2000? It happened the day after he died, which means that he had a trove of one comic to fall back on. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe he hadn't actually created one in like a decade, and he had just depleted his stores. (laughs) Wow. Or, I mean, he just was like so used to just farting them out. Toward the end, those were not great comments. I actually beg to differ. I, I had a strong interest in Charles Schultz towards the end. Charles um, Schultz. Uh, I, I, said, I said what I said. Okay. Uh, Charles Schultz. Yes. He did if say Charles Schultz, right? If you're, if, you're, if you're casual fans, you may pronounce it Schultz. Whatever. Schultz I'm not here to insult you. you. Okay. But he got so weird towards the end that uh, there was like just some anger in some of them. Some that were just surreal, like David Lynch type strips. And there were some strange themes that began appearing. There was a character who was obsessed with Gatsby that the kid would talk about it all the time in inappropriate situations, and that was the joke. When is the it great Gatsby? I mean, like, mean? when is it not appropriate? I don't understand. Like, when, well, imagine like, like Snoopy is has his snout caught in a yogurt cup. Uh, <laughs> Uh, For instance, and <laughs> the Red Baron, <laughs> and and the kid would say Gatsby would throw parties for no one, ultimately, not even himself. See, okay, so that's genius. I think so. And there's a, there's um, with dementia. I yeah. Mean, well, I mean, yeah. There, you tell me what the difference. You know. Yeah. It's, uh, it slowly drifted into outsider art. Essentially, <laughs> yes. there are uh, some deeply sad ones in there too. There was one that was just Snoopy in front of Victoria Falls. That was it. It was like Victoria Falls. It's like beautiful. Yeah. Now Charles Shorts, he was very. He was famous for. He did that art correspondence school. I think like he was the one of those that were like. 
where we saw ads on he TV. He drew Tippy the Turtle or whatever? Yeah, that's I he... think that's how he got his start. I think, well, yeah, I think I'm making was... that up, but I think that's actually how he got his start. And he was always generous with his time as far as, you know, hawking their wares. And he would always plug, up till his death, the one particular cartoonist who worked for Stars and Stripes when he was in the military in World War II. Like, okay. that was his great hero. Hmm. Huh. And he would always reference getting drunk with him, like, yearly for Veterans Day. Yeah. He would well, say Snoopy was Snoopy's get... friend would come over for a few root beers. Yeah. yeah. And Snoopy would often get drunk and, and cry thinking about the war. Yeah. Which was odd. <laughs> Especially on the animated shows, like the Halloween one. He has these violent mood swings where he's demanding <laughs> that they, they play these sad songs. And he starts crying, and then he makes them play a happy song and starts dancing. I don't, I don't remember Did you see the one where like they, they were exchange students and went to France? Yeah. And Snoopy visited his old army buddies from yeah. like invading Normandy? <laughs> like, yeah. That makes sense. That's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, do you remember when Garfield went back to Vietnam? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) All these Vietnam flashbacks. It was like Rambo. The dot-com bubble burst on March 11th, 2000. The dot-com bubble was a historic economic bubble and period of excessive speculation that occurred roughly from 1995 to 2000. Yeah. So... I personally was working in uh, the internet bubble. I I was a, a dot com guy in 1998 or so. I got a job at APBnews.com. Mm-hmm. So I learned everything. All I, points bulletin. Yeah, it was a, it was about crime news. Mm. We saw ourselves as a competitor to Court TV. All crime, all the time. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Cool. You know, crime news, there's a lot of people who are very interested in that sort of thing. It's crime time. It is, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> McGruff. Yeah. I, I ran the production department. I was like a 25-year-old kid or something. Wonderkind. That's what it was like back then. You could just be some shithead, and if you knew HTML, you could have a whole career. Did you have a Razor scooter to go around the that office? That came later, oh, okay. I think. A couple it? years later, right. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. That's not 1988. Yeah. yeah but... That well, was when you you'd be ordering the Cosmo deliveries of, and then you'd get free cookies. For, Cosmo for me, K, yeah. it would often be like a pack of Camel Light cigarettes. I would order that. A guy would show up an hour later with a pack of Camel Lights and a free T-shirt, and uh, the whole thing was eight dollars. And they sent a guy to my house. You know, and people and it, at the turns time. out that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. But now they're just doing it with drones. So, so what happened, But they would Brian? also take a little bit of your blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian doesn't so, have any toenails left. Well, we, all, we all mock them, yet who among us can for sure say how Venmo makes money? This has been torturing, Fed. Never, never let How they make money? Know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's don't. just they take the money that's unused. No, it's stuff. data. They sell your data. Either way, probably not good that we don't know. <laughs> so back in the day, there were companies that would just become... Huge brands, but had no income. Eventually, one day, the whole investor class just got sick of that all at once. And then suddenly, I couldn't get a job anywhere in New York. And in fact, my wife and I at the time were both unemployed for about a year. Which yeah. is a very long, kind of brutal year. And what I remember is we used to watch uh, that show Trading Places yeah. on HGTV with the perky host Paige. Yeah. Something Page. or other. Yeah. They'd show two episodes in a row. We saw it every day. It was on from like two to three every (laughs) day. I remember I have the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. Page. Page something. Boy, they really botched a lot of houses. They did. I I do remember a lot of episodes (laughs) where they'd bring in the husband and wife at the end and then they'd be in tears at this stupid fucking thing that they'd done. Yeah, that their their neighbor that their neighbor (laughs) did that. Yeah. So this is the main thing that happened with the the dot com. Everybody lost their jobs, and then TLC viewership like skyrocketed. It did with Trading Spaces. Trading Spaces, that yeah. was the name of it. And also, that was when Law and Order was at its the height mm. of its power. Right, people were watching three or four hours of Law and Order per day. Yeah, at that point. Yep. So on, of- on TNT, you could get a good. That's when Jerry Orbach was probably at his best. Yeah, in the year two thousand. I was in the background of a shot of Law and Order. I was mm. smoking a cigarette on the sidewalk. Jerry Orbach and the young Jesse wo- Jesse Martin Martin, who yes. was originally in Rent, which is also a- they walked by me and I went, "Hey, that's them." And then I looked across the street and there's cameras and everything. It's very Did you see profile. it on the show? No, I, I never found my episode. I don't know if if they if they I'm, probably yeah maybe on the cutting room floor. <laughs> 
I, I remember seeing an episode where there's like this lo- this uh, black void, <laughs> just blacked out in the background. Just smoking it's a like, cigarette. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the black void black of the camera light like, coming out of it. With yeah. a cigarette coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have signed the waiver. Yeah. Yeah. It used to suck when I was just that black void. <laughs> yeah. It's better to be a human corporal man now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you had some things going for you. You could go anywhere you wanted. I could go into the ladies' locker room if I wanted to, but, you know, after a while, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you've seen it all. You like Huey Lewis on the news? Their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. April 14, April 14th, Metallica files a lawsuit against Napster. The lawsuit eventually leads... The movement against file sharing programs. Napster. What was the other one? There was another one that was... Kazaa, uh, LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. Yeah. What did I get off of that? I got a, I got a, like a 1988 version of Photoshop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it broke everything wide open. Like, it went from, like, if you were going to be into a band, you'd spend, like, several months learning about them and hearing, like, uh, an album at a time, maybe. But then it's like you could literally become a somewhat of an expert on a band yeah. in, like, a weekend. Becoming a fugitive from the or, FBI. Or, or a whole genre of music. In right. Way. Didn't So Metallica was not praised for this move, though. It's they, they very, were, it was very everybody... square of them. It didn't seem very rock and roll. Yeah, it didn't yeah. seem rock and roll. But, like... It was particularly Lars, right? Is he yeah, the drummer? Who came from? Who came? His father was a professional uh, tennis player from Denmark, which is nuts. I mean, the Denmark part is pretty not... metal, but <laughs> that's the only part. The tennis part is less metal. It's less metal. And like what there was like the metal rackets yeah. of the era. Yeah. But uh, were people downloading Metallica in particular at any great volume? I mean, like. I think they would have told you that they were doing it for the little guys, not them. But they were actually just very greedy. Probably got Paula Abdul straight up. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to buy that. But you but want to hear I, it. Do I want it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want it. I want to own it. They might have been mad because it kind of pushed the industry towards live performance again. And their members kept on dying or being set on fire whenever they toured. <laughs> <laughs> what, the audience members? Uh, most people in the audience were in a bus that crashed. Yeah. That was them? Cliff Burton, their bassist, died in, in a, a bus, bus crash. crash. And then uh, James Hetfield, looked like the hillbilly, caught yeah. on fire, like got badly burned. He and did? Like a, yeah. In a Pepsi commercial? That's where people normally would get burned. Richard Pryor also in a Pepsi commercial <laughs> doing cocaine. Right. <laughs> The guy at and, uh, Wolfen, the very end of that movie, Pepsi commercial. <laughs> that movie, that's a good movie. All the Nazis at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, a, Pepsi, Pepsi commercial. Yeah. yeah, Pepsi. It's a really Whoops. dangerous job. Yeah. That's you... why you get paid so much to do those. That's why, that's why Ray Charles went blind. Why <laughs> Haley Eisenberg was cursed. May. This is all. This is Fed because he's he's into this stuff. Oh, in May. Uh, in oh, wait, actually, there's a couple. So we either do uh, a te- Andrea Bocelli. Is that how you say his name? The blind yeah. opera guy. I think we can touch on. Both. He's not blind. Oh, touch them both. Uh, I'll see if he's blind. Yeah. Bocelli. Yeah. That guy like. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. He's blind. Uh-huh. That's Eddie Vedder. Anything I do ends up saying like anybody. I think that warrants discussion. Maybe we'll hash out the truth All behind right. it. Because in, in uh, the beginning of May, the first, Andrea Bocelli sings for Pope John Paul II in Rome, which you think wouldn't have been a huge deal, but probably we all remember where we were when we heard that the Pope was listening to Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> it's true. I was in a dot-com burst at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was probably in Mars 2112. Remember that bar? <laughs> um, so, um, was this when he first broke out? Uh, Brian doesn't think he's blind. No, I just Googled that while you guys were talking. Mm. I had no idea he was blind. What did you think was going on? You thought he'd be singing songs where he talked about his disability or no? <laughs> I don't think I ever saw him. I didn't know there was a problem with his eyes. Yeah, elf. no, he I only had, heard him. He's, he's obviously blind. I had no idea. Also, this is the first time I think I had heard of in May the first time that we all became aware of like computer viruses because I think of the uh, the I love you bug 
or love bug ran <laughs> ran roughshod over people's windows machines but what how did the love bug travel around brian via the internet Dan. Mm. Well, it was just emails but people were opening up emails <laughs> so you couldn't get it from a water right? fountain <laughs> from a toilet seat or yeah or the internet one or the other right could you get it from using the same photocopier as <laughs> very difficult someone? what about yeah. hugging yeah <laughs> Right. What? Okay, you have the love bug. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Right. You're eating a plate of scrambled eggs. Right. You're not. You're so full, but there's still a lot of eggs left. Mm-hmm. I, can I eat the eggs, or will I get the love bug? I think um, in no situation is it ever right to eat a used egg. <laughs> I mean, like once is that one, what you call that? Once one person egg? has touched a plate of <laughs> eggs, if that person does not complete all the eggs, does it got to go in the garbage? Oh. You have not been around a baby, right? <laughs> I was gonna say you don't have kids. Oh no, no, yeah. like in the family, that's different. Oh, no, I no, see. No, Maya and I all the time. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So pretend we're brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brothers still don't want you used eggs. Really? Yeah. Right. I'd, I'd eat your eggs. Do you want mine? Yeah. yeah okay. I'm hungry. All right. Brian, I'm going to start I, calling I you when eaten, I can't finish my I breakfast. I haven't eaten in weeks, but I don't want them <laughs> if I'm going to get the I love you bug. <laughs> but at computers, I felt like what would happen is your computer would just like turn off and you couldn't uh, restart it, right? Because you couldn't tell if it was running slower because it, that still took like three hours for like a photo to load on the yeah, internet at this point. Right. Your dad would be like, I'm sending you a picture. And then you'd watch it like inch down. And then you'd realize it was someone using the bathroom on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was from a Waffle House in Tennessee. Because you downloaded that JPEG of Goldie Hunt's topless scene from Wildcats. From CompuServe. And yeah. It, yeah, and then it very slowly... Well, I got the one from Private Benjamin. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that got me on a list. <laughs> they mocked our government's army. Yeah, the I love you bug. So, yeah, we were virus. You had to get Norton. Norton yeah. and, or, or McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would have said McAfee. 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 What That's I one of those McAfee. things... Yeah, no one really speaks about it. But I would have said McAfee. Yeah, I think it is McAfee. McAfee. I think McAfee doesn't matter because no one's ever. There's no point to to talk about those things. We, you know, that guy went insane, right? And he like moved to Costa Rica. That's Norton. No, that's McAfee. Oh, McAfee. Yeah, he was like accused of killing a man. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I think I did hear about that. Yeah, he makes these really crazy videos of himself. He's just like this millionaire living in the jungle in Costa Rica or something. Like, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a strange character. It's good for him. Kim John Voight. Just I, killing I whoever he feels like. Well, he shouldn't kill people. You think? Well, if yeah. you can avoid it, you shouldn't kill someone. I mean, if they're doing something evil what do you define in that as moment. evil, though? You know, like, if like it's baby killing Hitler, some. Yeah, well, like, not baby Hitler. <laughs> I, I I still don't think you can kill baby Hitler. I don't think that's you can't do that, right? Unless baby Hitler is actually killing, like doing something Other, bad. Another baby. It, it, like if the, unless unless baby Hitler is like talking back, then maybe. That sass mouth baby Hitler. <laughs> Could you shake baby Hitler? Oh but what? If, but what if someone? What if someone was super mean to baby Hitler and trying to kill him? And that's what made him so bad. We've you gone through you this. Can't before. play with this whole time travel thing. Yeah. We'll reap what we sow eventually, but not yet. (laughs) Uh, But you can't can't know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, you might make baby Hitler worse. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, we we, we talk about this often. I got a woman I can't stand to be more than two feet away from. Then again, I love to fish. June 10th, the Millennium Bridge opens in London. Uh, a steel suspension bridge for pedestrians crossing the River Thames. The bridge was closed later on opening day due to excessive wobbling. (laughs) (laughs) It reopened in February 2002. Londoners nicknamed it the Wobbly Bridge. They are a clever bunch, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Very literate. Let so this is in, this is keep in mind this is the year two thousand doesn't seem that long ago I guess it's twenty years ago basically pretty much but uh, well they, roughly nineteen by my count yeah so they made a bridge they were still making bridges that weren't that were wobbly yeah so they opened this bridge you're saying and they closed it that day and then it reopened two years 
later. Yeah. I think that they really overreached. They were trying to make such a futuristic bridge that they made it wobble. Yeah, they flew too close to the sun on wax wings. That's right. Fed. Are you saying that wobbling is futuristic um, and people just weren't ready for it? I think that <laughs> wobbling is the natural world's way of telling us we have gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if at some point we start. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. I think after this one, officially, I'll be wobbling. <laughs> no. Dan said lifting his PBR. Um, that's uh, nature's way of saying we've gone too far. Think about it. Wobbling. The, the yeah. great earthquake in San Francisco in the early 1900s. But how is that my fault? It's, I didn't say that humanity's advancement is your fault ever, Dan. But why? How did we <laughs> That's go how you to, heard that, though. How, did, it, how like, did we go too far to cause an earthquake? Trains. Okay. Imagine, Digging, right? Imagine you're the earth, and all of a sudden there's these little bugs that are putting little lines all over you, and it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Well, there's so a lot doing? of digging for gold. There was a lot of hacking into your body. But that's ages old. People have been doing that since the dawn of time, <laughs> looking for treasure. <laughs> I guess you're right. But what well, defines so, the treasure? So that, that's, the, that is very much the question, Dan. In summation, we must stop mining because it offends Mother Earth and... <laughs> And that's why, it, we, or, have, that's why we have earthquakes. It causes her to causes her to wobble. Right. Or in eighty nine, the World Series upset the Earth. No, I want to talk about so the Millennium Bridge. There is like a big deal, probably. They must have felt stupid, Mister Bridge, the big shot. It's like the Titanic. As a people, they have a flaw for just is. getting their asses handed to them by technology. What? <laughs> Londoners? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right, the Londoners. <laughs> Not even just the Brits, but the Londoners. They've built bridges before. Bridge over River Kwai. Uh, think about that. <laughs> uh, uh, London Bridge. Uh-huh. Haunted. haunted. Oh, that didn't... London Bridge fell down. Yeah. London Bridge is falling down. My fair lady. Uh, that's their... <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, the they build shitty bridges. The, they make uh, terrible food. You get mm-hmm. like your uh, goose liver and aspic or whatever, and uh, poorly constructed bridges. It took them a year to make. Two years to fix the Wobbly Bridge. Well, probably people were pretty scared to go out on it. You know what they did for the Brooklyn Bridge is um, and when it was first made, people were afraid to go over the Brooklyn Bridge. And so P.T. Barnum got a bunch of elephants to cross the bridge to show people that it was safe. Yeah, well, I think you put your finger on something important there is that this city was populated by cowards up until, <laughs> I'd say, the ninth. Those late, fighting words, but The late 1990s. Late 1990s. That's right when they showed up. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all okay, right. Okay, so I thought I was offended, but come to think of it, I'm okay. Well, if I am a dog, the party is on. I gotta get my groove on, got my mind, I'm gone. Do you see the rays coming from my eye? Welcome to the prison, did you mind the July, July 28th. Oh, year 2000. Kathy Lee Gifford made her final appearance as co host on Live. After 17 years, uh, Regis Philbin continued on as the sole host until Kelly Ripa. So, Kathy Lee Gifford and Regis, they were big in the 90s. They defined the 90s. And uh, in year 2000, she said goodbye. And in way, uh, I think America's hearts were broken. I think in a way that Altamont signaled the end of the 60s, <laughs> Regis stabbing Kathy Lee ended the mm. 1990s officially. Wait. We just stabbed her? I believe that's why it was her last uh, episode. I think a lot of us sympathized (laughs) with Regis and felt like if we had to work with Kathy Lee day after day, we might have ended up stabbing her too. Did she really? Wait. No, she was not stabbed. (laughs) Oh. But she did go to Oral Roberts University, I think. She's... She's an awful human being. She's an awful human being? I would put her with, like, your Donald Trump, your Pol Pot. Okay. I mean, like... Pol Pot? Yeah. No. Yeah, she's she's terrible. No, I would think she's just annoying. Like, she's an annoying person. But you can be annoying to the point where I hate you as much as Pol Pot. <laughs> like, uh, she is a special level of... Really? At just some a point, hateful you person. You really didn't like her. Oh, I, still but, don't. I think all of so America kind of really liked her. Her career is still going her. on. I don't early, know. early night, from 90 to 95, I think people liked her. And then she kind of went uh she crossed the rubicon let's say and then people when started she tried to seize her. control of rome yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was too much she was america's sweetheart no i think that was nancy kerrigan there have been a lot of america's sweethearts mm-hmm. america Debbie falls in and out of love 
far too quickly. <laughs> Currently, it's Melania Trump, obviously. <laughs> America's sweetheart. We've all there formed... Are always, there are a lot of America's sweethearts. Are there any men American sweethearts? No. Tom Hanks. What happens is they choose... Mm. Paul Rudd. He's America's sweetheart. No, no way. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves that guy. I, but he's not America's sweetheart. He's America's sweetheart. Hmm. Meg Ryan, to, Tom I think, Hanks, I think, Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd is America's cousin. All you have to like uh, Snoop Dogg, America's sweetheart. I could see that. You have yeah. to become an it girl first, and then you become an America's sweetheart. Cardi B. I think you're vastly <laughs> incorrectly reading America's feelings about Cardi B. We August 1st, the first patient to receive the Jarvik 2000, which is the first total artificial heart that can maintain blood flow in addition to generating a pulse. How long do you think that guy lived? That's all the information I got. I'm going to say a matter of hours. Hours? (laughs) I'm going to say three months. I I could be confusing it with the film The Lawnmower Man, but I believe what happened is (laughs) that the heart became self-aware at some point. Mm-hmm. And just began asking, why? why? Why am I? Yeah. Where am I? And so you were saying it did that for three hours? Uh-huh. And then they began playing the song one. Because if as, <laughs> as soon as you start asking why, it's a three-hour trip to suicide. Yeah. Is that... If anyone out there is listening and thinking about asking why anything, knock it off. Well, you just answer why not and be done. Yeah. And by God, if you're anywhere near that suicide forest in Japan, get out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know what an artificial heart is. I mean, I'm assuming it's like a little plastic thing. Yeah. So it I'm, seems I'm like a robot. Some, like like look, a Roomba. Looks like, yeah. Or, or like a food processor or something. Right, you know? yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, so like a Cuisinart product sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But it works on its own? How does it work? Because I don't think like back then they didn't have lithium batteries. Did you have to plug in? Yeah, probably. Where was the plug? I think probably had something like as far as the battery, but they probably have to. Maybe like when they have to give people those zipper incisions, we had to keep going in to change stuff. What if it was? It it probably had a battery that lasted a few years and or a long time, and occasionally had to go in and get a maintenance. Which would really suck to have open heart surgery once a year. And they're like, "Well, uh, what happens when the battery goes dead?" And they go, "Find me." Yeah. I don't know. No, what if I think I it just was, saved your life? You know, no, you know, and you're asking me what happens. In you know, years. like they have those uh, rechargeable batteries that you can, yeah, like a flashlight that you can shake. Right. Maybe you had to like hang upside down, and they just swung you a bunch of times, and that recharged the thing. Like, or you just had to jerk it. They'd be like, <laughs> "All right, take a day off work, and we just need you to jerk it all day, all day." Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a You'll be fun. hour thing, or you could do it one hour a day, every day. Or Which you were probably doing anyway. So like, right. Yeah. That's I don't know. That's a long. An hour is excessive. Yeah. It's excessive. <laughs> it's it's gauche. It's chafing. So it's just like yeah. yeah. That's, that's Plus bad you have news. to have the doctors there <laughs> monitoring. <laughs> it's filming. Wrong. Filming yeah. for posterity. Right. Posterity. 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 <laughs> and there's probably like a research gorilla involved. I'm assuming. <laughs> Coco is there. Yeah, Coco. I mean, did they try this out on any other animal first? I bet they did. Like, did they make a cat one? Yeah. Like a cat heart? You build this heart. Okay, hey, I'm in my workshop and I built a heart. Someday you're going to be a real heart. Gonna put you into a man and eat too many sausage. And you're gonna be the beat the beat for him. That's me. But you'll be a good heart. You know, good you know to tell no lie. Yeah. So I have this though, and I bring it to the hospital, right? It seems rather bold to be the first person because I'm holding this in my dirty, grubby hand, and we're like, okay, we're gonna put this in your chest. Yeah. I guess you at a at a certain point you got no other options. Yeah, you burn through your own heart, maybe through some other asshole's heart. But then you get that monkey heart, the chimpanzee heart. That yeah, that doesn't work. You got right. Then you gotta get the Roomba heart. You got like six six cat hearts <laughs> taped together. Right. <laughs> taped together. You have a dozen tadpoles, like forty tadpoles, just like fluttering around in your chest cavity. <laughs> I don't know why it's not working. Uh, we're going to uh, get cards and letters from the... Uh, from Heart the, Club. The American Heart Association. Heart Club. No, we're just trying to understand it as lay people might. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll come up with a better solution.
Alley. And I say Alley for a reason. September. Well, the curtain fell on Cats for the last time. There's something different about Cats, though, that gripped America in a special way beyond any other musical's powers before it. I know, it's based on a T.S. Eliot poem, like the Book of Practical Cats or something like that. And it's not really based on anything, it's just a bunch of... No, it's it is what it was, and I've seen it. Did you ever see it? I have. You did. Yeah, <laughs> that took a lot for you. That was good courage. It was crazy. Uh, no, it's his poetry, and basically, there's not a word that's altered in uh, the lyrics. Well, I think there's no. there's some liberties. No, the the only liberties there are were that they added uh, that old lady, um, Griselda. So she was from not the original poet poems but there was something else and he had Andrew Lloyd Webber added that and they wrote memory that one song that's cats Kiss me it's so no easy, easy to, to love, love me I really need it. you to but pet me. David Letterman would often make fun of it, and he would sing alternate lyrics where he would say, Midnight and the kitties are sleeping alone in the hamper. <laughs> he would. And I believe those were the real lyrics yeah. for the longest time. So, yeah, so memory, that's that's from Cats. Uh, and in um, the... Dee, 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 dee. Uh, when I was a kid, on TV, I'd get Chills. commercials for cats all yeah. the time at the Winter Garden Theater. See it now before it goes forever. I and it that. lasted, yeah. yeah, it lasted for 47 years. These yeah. dancing cats get the asses in the seats. Don't miss out <laughs> on the cat action. <laughs> Magical Mr. McCavities rocking your face off. <laughs> I remember hearing that there were actors who'd been doing that show for so long that they were on drugs, basically. They were they were so bored, and they'd done it, you know, for like eight years or something. Day yeah, and the day first out. artificial heart was given to <laughs> one of those cats. Right. The old wise one. Mephistopheles. Are you... Uh, How does he know all of these? That just popped into my brain. It's it's old Deuteronomy. Yeah, old Deuteronomy. Yeah, Mr. Mistopheles, he's a magical cat. Okay. No, it was a big thing. I read about it because we saw it, and then I was like, oh, I didn't know it was a T.S. Eliot thing. And then, like, they had, like... We we had the book, actually, as kids. I don't know why. My aunt did. You're such a nerd. (laughs) Nerd! We we have no control of what we were given. As a jock, Dan's offended (laughs) by your nerdy behavior. He's a total jock. (laughs) He keeps working his uh, grip strengthener. (laughs) (laughs) Going to the Mel Torme show later. He just drank eight lunch milks. But it was a big, that was the big 80s. It was so big in the 80s. And the fact that it went all the way through the 90s. I actually I just dreamt that Andrew Lloyd Webber died. That was my dream two nights ago. You are <laughs> such a weird person. You are so <laughs> I strange. I had that dream. It, was part of, it wasn't like, that wasn't the whole part of my dream. It was just like a nugget. It was like, oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber died. <laughs> That's weird. I admit that. I know the source. I know, I know the source, yeah, too. I can name sources. Sophia Loren was once a source. I know my sources. Sometimes they're mysterious sources, and I don't know where it comes from. Other times I can pinpoint We're into October. We're, going, we're coming into the, ooh, the haunted months. The meat part of the year. <laughs> October 7th. Last ever competitive soccer match at Wembley Stadium. Uh, England defeated 1-0 by Germany. The last goal scored by Liverpool's Dietmar Hammerman. Hammerman. That's a pretty cool name. Dietmar Hammerman. That was the last goal? Uh, What was Hammerman? What did he do? He scored the last goal. Oh. Well, see, I always remember, like, that was another big 80s thing, was, like, Wembley Stadium packed with, like, Live Aid. But also, like, the festival seating, which killed people. Is that where people died? I think someone was crushed at Wembley. What does festival seating mean? It means, like, you get a ticket and you're ticket means your seat is on like the left part of the field mm. and so people being in england just yeah pieced up by 8 a.m they're like yeah totally wobbly <laughs> way wobbly they've been on the wobbly bridge if yeah i was saying yeah so they would all push forward and then people at the fence would get smushed and then die i see 
this is like a lot of England stuff. First, they got the Wobbly Bridge, and then they got last. The soccer is no more at Wembley. I guess that, when did Princess die? When she died in 97. 97. They were running on fumes since then. Right. I bet you Elton John wrote a song while he repurposed about Wembley, uh, about Wembley Stadium. Goodbye, goodbye Wembley Rose. Goodbye, goodbye, England Stadium. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, England Stadium. <laughs> Then it just sort of reverted back to Marilyn Monroe sometimes. I wish that he had, instead of repurposing <laughs> Candle in the Wind for Diana, he had done Crocodile Rock for Diana. Oh, <laughs> uh, the time machine, that's happening. Who is it? Yes, hello. This is me, um, Dieter Hammerman. Dieter uh, Hammerman. Yes, that, I, wait. I was able to hear my voice being referenced in the future. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have this kind of setup of um, many types of uh, kind of uh, chicken bones where I have put a little bit of my own blood in the middle and it, it resonates and I'm able to see you through the yeah. veils of time. That's our time machine. This. Yeah, that's it. You found it. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so soccer player. So you called me. No. I, I didn't know we didn't we, have like a vegan time machine. It no, like... it's not vegan. Oh, no. So, this is just, um, there's a lot of chicken bones. Yeah. It's mainly chicken fueled, as I am yeah. led to believe by it. <laughs> what are you doing right now? We've wrapped up the game. Uh, we've just finished playing at Wembley, where we shall be the last footballers to be here. I've scored a goal. Yes. So um, I have been doused in uh, drinks, and I am now celebrating in my own fashion. Which is? I have fashioned the inside of a chicken into a, a, a frame through which I speak to you. I said, oh. Oh, wow. Okay. After every game, I do this, but it, uh, uh, largely there's no result. Oh. But for, for oh, this well, time, I'm seeing people yeah, we're here. be from the future time. We're here. So it's a big deal. Big soccer game, last at Wembley Stadium, and the last goal. How does that make you feel? Good, because the secret I have for winning at football is that I imagined each time that the football is a human head, mm. and I strike it as hard as I can with my foot. Yikes. And this propels it past people who would be defenders of their own goal. Is it a particular human head? I imagine it is a corpulent man from the mid-20th century who is a kind of shriner from an American social club who has just <laughs> gorged himself on Bologna sandwiches. Pretty... covered a, 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 a foul mustard-covered visage, and that's which a... I reject with my foot. Oh. <laughs> And that's every time. Is every that... time I see a, a soccer ball, this is unfortunately what I see. Yeah, in dribbling, everything. This is all yes. of it. Yes. Wow. And, and he... even as a youth, yes. as coming up through the ranks. I, the first time I saw a football, I, I struck it because this uh, this uh, horrible face whispers to me things I do not wish to hear. What what age is this we're talking about? The first time I saw a football is probably, uh, we're talking three or four years old. And what did this whisper, what did this face whisper to you? He was giving me corpulent. Which I, which I <laughs> found to be farm reports from the, the Middle West of the United States. And to me, that was offensive at the time. My, my brain would only allow so much in. Since mm-hmm. then, the things have become more and more disturbing. Worse than farm reports? Yes, yeah, sometimes he's making an, um, a grotesque farting sound with his mouth. Let me ask you this. Could you have ever imagined that you were kicking baby Hitler in the head? Um, who? <laughs> baby Hitler? You never heard of baby Hitler yet? We don't have him. You have baby Hitler. Yeah, in 2000? Um, I'm not sure if we speak. Yeah, I don't know if they were talking about baby Hitler so much back then. Oh. Well, that's yeah. all we talk about now. Yeah, we talk about if you could go back in time to kill baby Hitler, would you? Do you know Hitler? Have you ever heard of Hitler? Mm. <laughs> is this guy, is he German? He's German. You yeah. have kind of a blind spot. Yeah, I don't think they, he knows what Hitler is. I grew is. up in the East where there was not much media, so if he's some kind of pop star, I don't know who he is. Right, right. So they, that's a big void. Like a kind of... A, we have some bad news. Like a David Hasselhoff <laughs> kind of... I don't think they're even allowed to acknowledge... The word. Mitzelplik? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <Right>. Mitzelplik. <laughs> Have you ever heard of World War Two? Mm. It's a club in uh, East Berlin. Yes, my Bagrain. I, uh, I should explain to you also that I was grown in a pod. <laughs> we have a lot of those. One of those soccer pods. <laughs> this stuff should have come out in the late 90s. You know that you had the wall that came down. Yes. So history should have been revealed to you about your fatherland. Yes. Fatherland, yes. Still, no Hitler is... Oh, you mean Papa. 
<laughs> I guess not. You you refer to Hitler as Papa. Well, he, uh, yes, because I was that Ill, illegitimate child of him. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Jesus! We got a. Uh, you guys were we, saying we got a boys from we Brazil have, situation. Yes, going we have like here. a baby Hitler. Yeah. With your accent was confusing to me because I'd never heard of him before. But right. Yes. No. Oh, this is your dad. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Well, He's a real stinker, of course, as a bad father. <laughs> mm. I didn't know him because, you know. Yeah, you're just a baby. Yes. Still, though, that, a, that's a big burden. His DNA was kept in a tank and deposited into uh, an ovum from All which right. I sprang. Oh, so it was he's more science. He's not so much your father as he's, he's you. He's a donor. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. That's <laughs> you're basically yeah. Hitler. You're... <laughs> yeah, you, his DNA is in is you. They recreated Hitler as a footballer. That's what happened. Yeah. Interesting. So Hammerman well, is right, Hitler. Oh, we should have seen it. Yeah. It's well, so yes. obvious now. Right. Yeah. No, half of it, but I, but the egg belonged to a woman named Janice. Yeah, Janice Hitler. Janice Hitler. I had heard that. Uh, have you ever heard about this? Hitler had a micro penis. You heard mm. this this recent yeah. fact that's come to the dev didn't wanna... comment on that. Yeah, I mean, if it's what I've heard that there wasn't kind of a, he was not able to, del- to deliver the DNA through a um, traditional means, so he was harvested after his own. He uh, whatted it. Harvested. Harvested. Yes. Yeah, I'll translate the Thank German you. for you. Sorry. Yeah. He took his dingus apart <laughs> after he was dead. Oh. But I thought that when he he shot himself, right? That's yes, what but I not heard. in the dingus. Oh, I thought he shot himself <laughs> in the dingus. <laughs> it is difficult. To Very shoot. few suicides shoot themselves in the dingus. I thought a dingus was a butt. I still think of dingus as a butthole, but it's not. Dingus is a pe- penis. It could be a kind of a. Uh, you I know, thought because sometimes a dingus is a like dingleberry. Okay. <laughs> I think really the the noun there is the berry, and the dingle is the, the modifying. The <laughs> All right, so when I mean, did you know this all of your life? When you're in the soccer pod, you're coming out of the soccer pod, and they're like, "Hey, by the way," and you learn about Papa. I mean, he's a bad. He's the most evil person. Practically, well, you, you're, you're playing football from uh, daylight <clears throat> to day day down. Uh-huh. <laughs> daylight to day down. Uh-huh. And at some point, your coach says, "Look, I've got something to tell you." And you can tell he's got a long face, so you know it's going to be bad news. Oh, so you says. can tell like what? It's not good stuff. Like coming. what race he's at? He is because he's got a long face. Is that what you Are mean? You doing kind of face <laughs> phrenology? Yeah. Is no. that what you mean when you're talking about your coach? <laughs> Look, I bear the burden of a bad parentage, but my main goal was to kick a soccer ball through a hoop. <laughs> I'm yeah, that looked sure like an American farmer. <laughs> From what I heard, he distilled. You wanted to kick an American farmer in the face because he's telling me these things I don't want to hear. Sometimes it was lyrics to a Dave Matthews song. At times it was him uh, reading the rules to the game. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes it was him telling me there's a pack of wolves gathering at my home, waiting to attack me. So your coach pulls you aside, and and you're in, a, and he has a long face, and he and... says, "If I can," he says, "Look, today's you're a Hitler, you know." Yeah, this this guy's your dad. Uh-huh. You are Hitler. He's your dad. So you're like kind of like a Christ figure. Not so much dad, though. Again, yeah, like, you are Hitler. Not yeah. because it, this was harvested from his dingus and put into Janus. Janus sounds made up. <laughs> yeah. she's, you mean like she's an like, artificial? Is it J A? Sounds to me like a robot called J A N I S. Right, stands for something like yeah, Hitler. Yeah. Sounds like other Hitler, other Hitler, (laughs) other robot Hitler. It's like if Hitler made out and had sex with Hitler, and then now it's you. Like if you you wound up in soccer camp. Like if you were like a stand-up comedian, and you were saying, "I know what you're thinking." It's like this one, fuck this one, and make this one. Yeah, Yeah. but it is actually true. You know, it is true that there's a resemblance, but I wouldn't say it's uncanny. I'd say it's at least the most canny. Half canny. So did uh, so he tells you this. What do the other? Do your friends know? Do they? What do they say about this? Because uh, they do they even know about Hitler back in the day? They don't know. There was little education about it, but of course you just remember that I was uh, brought up in a kind of Doctor Moreau type situation, <laughs> where these other ones were kind of you know a half turtle man, half uh, ape. Man, half wolf man, half so, Hitler, half you know, Hitler, yeah, yeah. Most, mostly all mostly Hitler. Hitler. Each of them, you get your ape Hitler, your walrus Hitler, <laughs> yeah, by awesome Janice. He keeps bringing up Janice like that's gonna save him. She's a wonderful. What was Janice's last name? 
Reynolds. She was a hygienist in Iowa. I don't know. That's pretty specific. Just yeah, like Janice right off Reynolds. the top of your head, that's pretty Right. Good. Yeah. That's a dental like a, hygienist? No, nope, like, just a Wyoming? hygienist. Wait, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> she was just a. Into hygiene. She was, yeah, just cleaning herself. Clean. That's up. not a job. It's very German, though. Yeah. It's a bit kind mm. of. Very yeah. clean. Yeah. Very she, precise. I, she was like <laughs> a cleaning expert where you, she'd come in and say, this is dirty or this should be cleaner. And uh, people would give her a, a pile of money. Where is she from? Uh, Iowa. Yeah, that does, that no one in Iowa is like that. No one. <laughs> There's no one like that. You, you posit that it is a filthy place? <laughs> I don't posit that at all. It's just fact. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's yeah. common knowledge. Well, um, look, my ribs have arrived. Oh, there he goes. He's just gone. <laughs> I kind of wish we could turn this time machine off again. I don't know. I mean, we just met Hitler, it's son really of Hitler, unpleasant. and Hitler. It was like the holy trin- trinity of Hitler-ish. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. It was more Hitler than Hitler. It was too much Hitler. More, yeah. More November 2nd, the first crew arrives at the International Space Station, which is uh, consisted of an American commander... USA. USA and two Russians. Just uh, just sweeping up, probably. <laughs> sweeping up. Uh, the uninterrupted presence in the station, I guess it continues as of uh, today. Really? Or as of October 2018. Uninterrupted? We just always keep us. somebody up there doing There's God somebody who's up there. Those same two Russians are up there, I know. It's the largest human-made body in low Earth orbit, orbit and uh, you can see it with the naked eye. So what do you think, guys? You guys going up into space with me? It, like, what kind of... I don't know if it's something profoundly wrong with everyone else or profoundly wrong with them, but being able to live in a space that size where you would never be able to get away, you would never not be seeing another person who you had no uh, say in choosing for this. And they're not showering. They're not eating anything pleasurable. And How I do think... they shower? Do they have, like, the same sort of, like, packets that they have as food that you get at the yeah, museums? It's like a wet nap or it's like a packet of gloop or something that yeah. you like a and then you spread all over yourself and it somehow and then you go out into the space lock and it and you blast it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's nail this down. Let's figure this out. Let's figure out space living. This place is crawling with xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wall to wall. If it's what? not a cat, it's a xenomorph. They gotta be. What's going on up there? Yeah, it, it is this party that's just switched <laughs> off, and you don't care about it. You're just so. Well, I think it's really regulated, and aren't isn't like everything connected to Houston or whatever? So like they know everything that's going on on your body at all times. Is that what's going on up well, there? I don't, but how would that make it any better? That would make it, it make much, it, much worse. I think it makes it think. worse. I like how you thought that that was my excuse that it would make it better. You thought it because I was nervous. I thought you were trying to solve a problem. No, I'm just saying, how, like, how do you live up there? I'm really surprised to hear that it's been in constant operation. How much is there to learn? What, do you learn? think it closed for the summer? I don't know. I think <laughs> no, they just... If you're not out there, it's going to be all possums up in there. <laughs> Total xenomorphs. Yeah, tons of <laughs> just somebody's got to keep up watching for xenomorphs. No, but I mean, like, well, like, what do you do all day? Like science experiments or like? Yeah, I think you bring shit up. People, they, they, they rocket shit up there, like uh, some sort of bacterium, and they look at that bacteria to see what it does in zero gravity. That's just not no, that interesting. It's though. important. I mean, like after a while, no, it's like... really important. And uh, I knew they flew that guy up with the artificial heart. Eventually, uh, after just he died, watch him die. Yeah, <laughs> they just blasted him into space. They didn't even put him in a Some rocket. Of the experiments giant... are getting pretty weird. It's like, yeah, let's watch a man die in space. Yeah, let's see what happens in zero gravity. What happens if a guy drinks his own pee in space? <laughs> right. Let's knock this guy's teeth out. Yeah. Stop right. hitting yourself in space. Let's yeah. Watch a guy learn how to play sitar in space. <laughs> how does the toilet work? Are they blasting it out of the ship? And then does that mean like the ship is eventually like covered with like? Oh, maybe waste? that was that earlier like, meteorite that crashed down. No, it wasn't human shit because I hadn't been up there yet. But it are there is it twenty years worth of shit in some sort of like? I think it, I yeah, think... it's slowly getting more and more cramped <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the space. This is really unpleasant, and I mean it. It all seemed like a stunt, you know. Like we did it because we figured out we could. <clears throat> Well, because we were, it was a new partnership with Russia. Yeah, well, that worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in space, I wonder what they're thinking about this all now. Because they're still all up, they're all up there, right? 
you know, Russians and Americans. Why do they just keep falling in love? They fall in love. That's what's going on. It's an on. extremely erotic situation out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an American commander and two Russians. It's, a it's always like the same fuck ratio of nationalities. Yeah. Two to one. Right. Yeah. Super hot. It's, it's like a it's, eyes wide shut. So they're still up there. I want, you know, and I guess like you gotta but get up But the same guys aren't up there. No. no. Okay. So they swap out the dudes. I think the longest person that's been up there for more than a year, though. That's yeah. crazy. What, yeah. yeah, doesn't just like not having to carry your own weight like... Yeah, they have to constantly work out to move their muscles because they don't have to use their muscles. So then when they get down to earth, they aren't uh, just a big pile of crap. What about just like getting sick of these motherfuckers? Or, like, like, how many times have I heard that joke in... You know, you know, whatever. Just right. like, okay, oh, Yuri. Right. Get, oh, getting sick. I need sick. a little yeah. space for right. If this podcast went on for a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, let's get to December. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! It's December. It's the end of the year. We've made it. Can we make it? I don't know. Maybe we haven't made it through the end of so the year. So we kind of, we, we barely touched upon this throughout the whole episode, but something happened during this year where there was a... Uh, election for president. Ooh, uh, happens. And, uh, it was kind of up for grabsies, where <laughs> it was unclear who the president was because of some pretty bad states. Some Evil st- states. That start with the... So what F. happened? Tell us what happened. George Bush won after Al Gore conceded because there were a bunch of hanging chads, which is the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> so this happened in December. Yes. So we, we didn't have a president for quite some time. We're not a president-elect. For quite some time. So the, th- the looming threat was that uh, Clinton was going to declare himself King Regent of America. Was that really a thing? I don't think so. <laughs> but you... In, in, in some yeah. circles, on Napster, they were saying that? <laughs> in the Napster community that I was a part of, <laughs> there was a lot of talk of him installing himself as a, a emperor for life. I think emperor. As yeah. opposed to king. Right. It's very Napoleon. Right. Um, you picture him with like a big fuzzy hat of some yeah. kind. Yeah. Yeah. Of his own design. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, that's how we got Bush. Was Florida botched the vote or something, and the Supreme Court well, stepped in and said, uh, this is just who the president is. Yeah. At some point. But there was the term hanging Chad, which was what, Brian? Well, I believe when you uh, make an impression on the card with the voting machine, sometimes it wouldn't knock the piece of paper out as it was intended to, and there would be a little piece of paper left. Mm-hmm. They would refer to that as a chad. And it was a hanging chad, and it could be difficult to read the intention of the voter. For the machine. Well, and then eventually it was, there was a hand count where human beings were, were trying to read these things. And they would argue over, that's not a vote for Gore, because there's a hanging chad over the... Yeah. So um, so let me get this straight. So people back then, they were poking holes in paper? There's still a lot of places that do it that way. I feel what? like that's what we're doing over here at, at, at our polling place. Like, uh, I don't poke holes, but I scribble. What, you might not have voted properly. <laughs> I just go poke some holes and things. Your voting involved picking a new flavor for wing sauce. <laughs> right, so how do you poke a hole through the thing? What are you given? Uh, in Florida, they were given a piece of paper and you had like a pokey stick. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and you'd poke a hole in it. Do right. you own, when you turn 18, do you get a pokey stick? I think the pokey stick is attached to the voting station. If you lose your pokey stick, you can right. never vote okay, again. So, right, so you, the pokey stick... Was attached to the voting station. So was it this a sharp? Like I always imagine when I was thinking about it, it was like a something that could kill somebody else. Oh yeah, there was a person underneath of it, so that's why they were hesitant <laughs> to poke it so far down. You were told right. that okay. there was a human being had nested in mm. your voting machine, right? And it was up to you, or maybe a raccoon. It was up to you to, to decide the fate. Use of your person. own conscious uh, conscience. Yeah, yeah. To uh, you were told that the person was uh, half baby Hitler's. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it was up to you. How and hard there are a lot of those in Florida. 
uh, yeah, back then. There were a lot of aviators. Yeah, yeah, because I always just imagine like taking a like a compass, you know, that you had in yep. math math school. One end's a pencil, and one end's like a sword, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah right. I thought that that's what they people use, and they're just like jamming in the uh, voting card. Mm-hmm. That I seems really rustic. I think there are definitely parts of the country where you were just carving your vote into a melon and then giving it to somebody. <laughs> yeah, or you you had like a lighter that you used somehow, and you kind of burned some wood. <laughs> And then you turn that in. Right. And then they had like 100,000 of those that they had to count. Well, Ralph Nader was the reason uh, Gore lost or won. I don't know. Well, the reason he lost is because we have a very flawed system of voting in this country. You know what I remember, though, too, is after 9-11, I remember people saying, oh, thank God I voted for Al Gore, but thank God he's not president now. Who said that? This guy, I know. <laughs> Might have been me. Yeah. No, it wasn't me. But I, it, I well, do nobody, remember. I nobody remember likes Al Gore. You, you know, like he he had a real dearth of charisma for a, for a job that really requires a lot of charisma. Putting it mildly, a less uh, charismatic version of Kerry. He was in the John Kerry um, family. Yeah, he where it was just like, oh my god, who, who is this person, and when is he going to shut the fuck <laughs> up? Because like, I, I know keep... how did he win like the nomination? Even John yeah. Kerry. What? How did he even win his own state to like become Ugh. a senator or something? Yeah, I thought that uh, Al Gore. He had some stuff going for him, you know. Like I, I, he, he was passionate. He had passion about stuff that I feel was genuine but he was kind of a dope yeah there's a certain kind of democratic uh and that's why this democracy is garbage it's town. fucked yeah, yeah because like, we, like, <laughs> that's uh, why we would have been like really like... smart but instead we got to have guy that's like cool yeah, that guy is cool yeah i want to have a beer with him yeah right i want, to, I want him to dump a beer on my shirt right <laughs> I want him to pet my dog. <laughs> Can we make that the new thing? I'd like to have him pet my dog. Yeah. That's the new standard for like, presidents. I'd like to have him take my wife out for dinner. <laughs> I think weird. that would be cool to just and for her. Hear about afterwards. Right, yeah. There was like that big GQ uh, cover shot of him. And it was a big deal because he had his like... Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like all spread out. Yeah. Like he really... He had his um, legs above his ears. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, you assume uh, uh, any Instagram that you look at these days. He, a lo- he a lot of people way. felt like that wasn't appropriate. It wasn't very presidential. <clears throat> it was just like a crotch shot. Yeah. It was like basic instinct, <laughs> Al Gore style. I really wish he hadn't done that. Do yeah. you think that's what lost it? It didn't help. But why? Because his junk was so big? <laughs> Is that what, like, is shocking to people? It wasn't that it was, it wasn't the size, it was just so discolored. And, uh, <laughs> It was, was really weird. hard to know about. His junk was discolored. Yeah. What? That, isn't that the way you remember it? It was, it was like, all black and blue? It was like eggplant purple. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? He <laughs> kept saying there's dental rubber bands around. Yeah. That's upsetting. No, he was wearing... <laughs> all those piercings. He like... had clothes on. I remember him wearing clothes. You're saying he didn't. Not the way I remember it. I mean, maybe they, he got to clean up one, but... <laughs> I wasn't... A... I didn't subscribe to GQ back then. You guys got the the one that was covered up in the plastic. Mm -hmm. GQ after dark. (laughs) So that was 1980. Yeah. That was 2000. That was the year 2000. We did it. You were good to us. We'd just like to thank everybody for listening. And uh, be sure to go find us on iTunes if you're not there. And uh, rate us and subscribe or subscribe anywhere you are listening. That really helps us out. It's probably iTunes. Let's be honest. It's probably iTunes or Stitcher, Overcast, wherever. Everywhere you can find us on Facebook, you Google can find, Play. You can find us on Google Play, Instagram, Twitter, and if you want to reach us by email for any reason, our email is podcast at yearoftheweek.com. Excellent. Have Try a good it. night, folks. Thanks for listening. says the gunman who raided the Lufthansa cargo hangar at New York's Kennedy Airport Monday pulled off the biggest cash robbery in U.S. history. Well, darling, Santa Claus is really the spirit of Christmas giving. He appears different to different people. He can be black, white, red, or yellow to each his own. Well, it seems now more certain than ever that the bloody experience of Vietnam is to end in a stalemate. Oh, Pygar!